Isaiah is not a light book, is it? <laughs> if you're joining us just this morning, yeah, we've been working our way through Isaiah, and we're, like Matt said, reaching about the halfway point. That's a recap of kind of where we've been. And next week, we're going to pick up again and move forward with the next chapters. My name's Andrew, and my wife and I have been here at Harvest for about eight years now. It's my pleasure to continue our service together. Um, and amidst, though, this complex literary structure of Isaiah, the poetry, the history, there is, though, the common theme that God is eagerly desiring, longing for his people to obey. Now, I may not have my master's degree, but I can find that, as I hope we all can. God continually calls his people to turn from their sinful ways and trust him, and then, of course, to enjoy the blessings of being a part of his family. And this calling into obedience is the mission of Isaiah. That was why he was sent by God. And despite Israel's rebellion, through the purifying fire of God's perfect discipline, the remnant will be reunited with God under the leadership, the leadership of the Holy Seed, our Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. Do you ever wonder what it would have been like to have met him? I wish I could have seen him, God in the flesh, Jesus. But one day we will. We will see him and worship him as he is rightly due. And we will commune with him as his children, a part of his chosen family. And this is the beauty of baptism that we have just been able to take part in. We celebrate the public proclamation of another saved soul that is a part of the family of Christ. And just as Isaiah called out of the just as Isaiah called out to the nation of Israel to turn to God, to repent, to obey, Jack, Marilyn, Brooklyn, and Sheridan, your baptism, if you're sitting in this room, I can't quite see you, but your baptism shows to all here your allegiance is now in Christ. Your faith is, of course, personal, but it is not private, and thankfully so, for what a gift this act of obedience is to our hearts. I can think of nothing more beautiful that my eyes see as, as a person descending into the water and ascending into newness of life. Now, as baptism binds one to many, as they are come into our family, we not we not turn to an we now turn, I'm sorry, a typo here. We now turn to another act of obedience. Communion where the many are united as one. 1 Corinthians 10, 17 says, Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. As we all partake of the same bread and the same cup, we all proclaim the death of Christ. 1 Corinthians 10, 26 says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. We proclaim his necessary death, the atoning death, for the debt we rightly should have paid. Communion is a recognition and a grieving of his required sacrifice. Yet, we are also reminded to look ahead and in eager expectation and anticipation wait for the return of our Savior and his return to take us home. Where Jesus says in Matthew 26, 29, I tell you I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Our Savior is waiting for us, his church, to take communion together. As baptism shouts out, I am saved, communion unites us all under the same answer to why we are saved. 
And in a moment, Matt will lead us in song again, providing a time to approach the tables and receive the elements. And I'd ask you to take the elements and then we come back to your seat and we will take it all together. And the men who are going to serve, you can come forward now. And this meal, it is reserved for those who've placed their faith in Jesus. If you've not yet made that decision, please do not take the elements. But if you do call Jesus your Savior, please, as Paul would encourage, examine yourself and partake of the body and blood of Christ. Permit me to pray for our time now. Jesus, you appropriately sit at the right hand of the Father, and you are worthy of all our praise and worship. It is our blessing to be able to take of the bread and the cup, to remember your sacrifice, to partake of your grace, and to do so as one family, united under our common need for you. And I pray, Holy Spirit, you would come and move us in our examination of ourselves and accept our confessions. Jesus, thank you for your work upon the cross. Amen.